When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Winning Cures Everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Well, we are back. Winning Cures Everything Bowl Previews number three. I'm Gary. And I'm Chris. Today we're going from the Pinstripe Bowl all the way through the Fiesta Bowl, which is not exactly right. We probably should have done the Peach Bowl because it's earlier in the day, but either way, we're going to save the Peach Bowl for the next go-round. There you go. For bowl preview number four. We're going to help you out with that on the next go-round. <sighs> the show, always brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. They have got six incredible sports books. You can find more information on them over at tunicatravel.com. We're also brought to you by Smack Apparel. Smackapparel.com. Use promo code WIN. That's W I N. And it will get you 20% off your order, no matter how big that order is. I'm telling you, they have got some fantastic gear over there. Some awesome shirts, everything else for your favorite pro and college teams. they got some anti-rivalry kind of shirts, like uh, like Forget You Alabama for LSU fans. They got, you know, like We Hate Auburn for Alabama fans. You know, all that kind of mess. So, go check it out. I'm telling you, pro and college teams, they got some really good Patriot shirts, brown shirts. All they got all kinds of stuff. of stuff, man. All kinds of stuff. So smackapparel.com, use promo code WIN, W-I-N. You'll get 20% off your order, and they're going to do you solid. If it's over $40, they're going to ship it to you for free. Now, on top of that, go check out winningcureseverything.com, all of our picks, previews, podcasts, social media platforms, videos, etc., are over there, winningcureseverything.com. You can find all of our bull picks from last year, all of our bull picks from this year, etc. Go check that thing out. So we are starting on Friday, December 27th. Let's go ahead and get this thing rolling. December 27th, that Friday night, 2.20 p.m. I don't guess it's at night. It will be by the end of the game. Sure. Uh, but 2.20 p.m. Central Time on ESPN in New York, New York, what a coaching matchup this is. Mark D'Antonio and Dave Clawson. Michigan State against Wake Forest. Michigan State eked in at 6-6. Six and six. They uh, they got to the bowl game, so that's good, right? Um, you look at their against the spread record this year. Ooh, 3-9. and 3-9. and nine. It was not good. Wake Forest, 8-4. and four. That's not really where they plan. Like it, I think at the beginning of the year, if you had told them they were going 8-4, and four, they would have been fine. See, I don't know, man. I there was a point in the schedule where we thought they could finish. Hell, ten, ten and two. two. Yeah, 
I that's mean, what I'm saying. Like, it, it, forget going through the schedule. Like, I think if you had told them at the beginning of the season, before maybe. game one, that they'd go eight and four, I we, think they would have been. We fine assumed with they were going to be lose to Clemson, but we thought, man, that the ACC is just so bad. They they should be able to roll through this, and then they man, they rolled off four losses in a row. Yeah. It was bad. Well, not not four in a row. Four in a row, but four at the end. They were undefeated for an extended period of time, and then they just fell off. Yeah. They just fell all to pieces. They uh they were one and three straight up and against the spread to end the year. Now, on the bright side, Wake has won three straight bowl games. So that is definitely a good thing. However, Sage Sherratt, all-star wide receiver for him, going to be out for this game. Um, He got hurt, so he, he missed several games. He is not coming back for this one. And quarterback Jamie Newman doesn't look like he's going to play in this one. Nope. That's definitely not a good thing. Uh, I will say this. Michigan State, when they lost games this year, they lost big. Bigly. Bad. Now, that they did lose to Illinois, and that was a close game. They were up big in that game. Whatever. But against the big boys, Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan, Michigan they got... Wisconsin, yep. they got demolished in those games. Nope. In their defense, those four teams are pretty, pretty yeah, good. Yeah, they're all really good. They're all pretty good. They're all really, really good teams. Top 15 teams. And that is why I'm making this pick. Wake Forest is not. Wake Forest is not that. Now, agreed. Illinois, there was some magic in Lovey's beard going on that day. Correct. Right? Otherwise, Michigan State kind of blows them out a little bit. That's right. Michigan State did not have that much of a problem scoring on not good defensive teams. Wake Forest, defensive yards per play, they're number 69 in the country. Give up 5.68 yards per play. Number 79 in defensive points per game. They give up 29.3. Now, I understand Michigan State, number 107 in offensive points per game. They only score 22 a game. Look, Wake's numbers are skewed. Because they are not going to have their two playmakers. Nope. I think Michigan State is going to be able to score on them. I do too. I think they're going to score. I like they're going to score a lot, and I think Dave Clawson will find a way to score points. I don't think it's enough to cover here. I like Michigan State minus the four and a half, and I like the over forty nine here. Yeah, the over under is pretty low. Yeah, I thought about going under here just because that Michigan State defense is good. Oh, it's definitely good. And they, they can they can hang with anybody. I, th- I think I'm going to do that. I think I'm going to take Michigan State minus the four and a half, and I'm going to go under. Minus four and a half and under the 49. To get that, it's going to be a, a kind of a dominating performance by Michigan State. Yeah, I, I'm with you. And that, that might happen. Cold weather in New York, in the city. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Next one up, still on Friday, the Texas Bowl. This is the Academy Sports and Outdoors Texas Bowl. You've got Oklahoma State and Texas A&M. Pretty good coaching matchup here. Mike Gundy against Jimbo Fisher. This is 5.45 p.m. on ESPN. It's in Houston, Texas. Uh, big question for this. Is Chuba Hubbard going to play in the game? Yeah, don't know the answer. We don't know the answer to that yet. We're recording this on Tuesday, December 17th. We're assuming he is, right? Yeah, we're assuming we're gonna, that we're he gonna, is. We're going to factor everything in as if he's we, there. Yeah, we will assume that he is. Um, Texas A&M defensive lineman uh, Justin Matabuki is not playing. And, of course, Oklahoma State without Spencer Sanders, without Tylen Wallace, that's a little bit of a problem. We saw the last couple of games without those guys. 
They could not score. Yeah, they they Chuba can't do everything. Chuba was able to like it. They put up twenty on West Virginia. Yeah, who let's just be honest has not been great this year. Um, and they put up sixteen on Oklahoma, who who had a good defense this year, but okay. people have still been able to they've been able to score on them and they've been able to run on them. But if running is the only thing that you can do, when you become one dimensional, it's just it's it's harder to do it. Texas A and M. I mean, their losses this year all completely forgivable. All were uh, yeah. relatively competitive. What other is than the, the LSU record game. of the teams that beat them? Um, let's see. Alabama's got two losses. Uh, Auburn's got LSU three. Zero. And who else did this? Georgia do? has two. Two. So two. Six. Two. So seven losses seven. total because Auburn has three losses. That's right. Auburn's so three. Uh, yeah, seven losses and we'll say fifty and seven. Which hey, fifty to seven, right? The, the last score. <laughs> so there. I like that. That was that was good. I was trying little, to help you out there. A little pandering, I'll take it. Hey, I'll I appreciate it. that. He knows his um, audience. If you if you look at the analytics here, so the line is Texas A and M minus seven, and the total is fifty four currently. It opened at A and M minus four and a half, and Oklahoma State 52. Uh, and and fifty two. Yeah. Um, I so my initial instinct was, and seven points, way too many here. But when I go through and I'm I'm looking at the stats and whatnot, and I realize that the stats were the stats with, are going to lie. Yeah, I think Texas A&M needs this game. I think they're playing in Houston. They will have a massive crowd advantage. Oh, no doubt. Massive, no doubt. I'm going A and M minus seven. I'm going over the fifty four. Uh, I think A and M puts a lot of points on the board. Here. So I think so too. And I want to call out all the bowl people for being cowards, just complete cowards. This is the Texas Bowl. You got the perfect opportunity. Both teams are seven and five. You play Texas. You play Texas A and M, and you tell the athletic directors, get your head out of your ass. Get your butt down to Houston. <laughs> we're going to split this thing 50-50 down the field, and we're going to have fun. I, I thought that would have been great. A perfect game. You want to talk about a bowl game that will sell the hell out. Oh, yeah. And instead, Texas gets the uh, the Alamo we, Bowl. We get, we get a beat-up and broken-down Oklahoma State team. Congratulations. You did a fantastic job, guys. Yeah. You suck at your job. Let's uh let's move on. <laughs> the uh let's see second to last game on Friday night, Holiday Bowl. The Holiday Bowl. This is the San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl. It's in San Diego, California. One of your favorite places on this planet. It is. That is paradise. Oh yeah. Southern Cal. Congratulations. You you get to go south about an hour and a half. Seven p.m. Central, which will be perfect time out there. Yes. I mean, this is going to be beautiful. Uh, it's on FS1. One of the only bowl games on FS1. Clay Helton and USC. Clay Helton coming back next year. Yeah. Kind of, I would say, surprising, but really not. Before the season started, yes. By the end of the season, when you realized. I mean, they went 8-4 and four yeah, with you, a second-string quarterback. Be but, real careful about pushing away the girl that you, that came with you. Agreed. Because you don't know who you're going to end up going home with, if that's the case. 
Iowa knows exactly who they're going home with. Oh, yeah, no, that guy. <laughs> Kirk Ferentz has been bringing them home for 20 years. That, that marriage has been around forever. That's And, and they still having fun, too. That's right. Nine and three this Spark year. Spark is still there. Believe that. Uh, A.J. Epinesa, I believe he's going to play in this game. Yeah, I, think I haven't so seen too. anything that said that he was going to sit it out. But I, he I is, would be shocked if he did. This is not something Iowa does. He's going to the NFL. Like it, I don't think it's been announced. But like that guy is unbelievable. Yeah, no, that, so, he's really good. He's really fun. Yeah, he is certainly that. Uh, the line on this is Iowa minus two at open minus one, and the total is sitting at fifty two. It's just just sitting right there. I'm moving. Um, I will tell you this. You look at all these. You look at yards per play. You look at whatever. Like at the offensive yards per play, USC number fifteen. Iowa number 86. Uh, defensive yards per play, USC number 73. Iowa number 16. Like everything that USC does well, Iowa defends well. And everything that Iowa does well, yeah, USC is not great on defense anyway. But it's not like Iowa can, I mean, Iowa makes it tough on themselves to score. Uh, I've I've liked Nate Stanley for three years now. He's a senior. He's gone after this one. They got some big hog mollies in the trenches there. Iowa always does. Yes, sir. They will be the more physically dominant team here. Biggest difference here might be turnovers. Um, USC averages minus half a turnover every game. Iowa averages plus half a turnover every game. I think they're going to put a lot of pressure on Keaton Slovis, and I think that's going to be the difference. I think I think he'll throw a couple of picks. He won't be quite ready yet for uh, for this kind of a defense because uh, I don't think they've played a defense quite like this. And this is a Big no, Ten team. They, they I mean, have. They absolutely haven't. I mean, I, I understand Oregon. I get where Oregon comes from. I I get Utah, right? I understand that. But I, I, those two teams, I don't believe, are as physical as Hell no. Iowa. No, they're just not. Yeah, it's it's just different. Just different, just different guys. I'm These getting are the better coach team. I'm getting the more stable program. I'm getting guys that would would die for one guy. Yeah, and 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 believe in everything that they do. This, I believe in Iowa. Yeah, so I'm, I'm rolling Iowa minus I was, two. I was kind of shocked this line was so short. I'm it going really under fifty two here. Yeah, I'm going under as well. So I I think the biggest thing is like Iowa hasn't had a ton of success going out west for bowl games. Um. Man, if you're in Iowa right now and you get a you get an excuse to take a trip to San Diego, if they don't pack that stadium, there's something wrong with well, those but that, people. That's that's the, it, it. May not be the the fans that are the problem. It may be the guys have been playing in Iowa all year and they get to go to Cali. Like, why are you upset about that? No, you're not upset. I'm saying like they haven't had a bunch of success in the games. Maybe part of uh, it might okay. be having a little good time. That's, ah, okay, I I get that. I think they're gonna be fired up for this one though. I mean, you yeah, got a chance I, to get to I'd 10 like wins? I think so, and I'd hope so. All right, so you're rolling Iowa minus two. You going under? Yeah, I like the under as well. Yeah. If if this is going to be an Iowa football game, they're going to slow it down. Yep. They're going to drag this thing down, and it's going to be ugly. Yeah, I like it. I like it. All right, we will move on. I believe this is the last one on Friday night, and it is the Cheez-It Bowl which was a internet sensation last year. Like, I, I was not watching this game. And then I saw it on Twitter. And then I had to watch the entire second half of it because it was so gloriously awful. 
I mean, what was it, like 11 interceptions between the two teams? Like Cal and TCU, it was putrid. Now, I will say, those two teams could do nothing right on offense last year. Correct. These two teams yep. will be able to. They're a little different. Air Force, Washington State. You, you got a different tr- style of football game. You got Troy Calhoun, who is a hoot in and of himself, and then you got the King Mike Leach. Uh, you got a 10-2 and two Air Force team against a 6-6 six and six Washington State team. Kind of kind of crazy that they would match these two up. I I feel like Air Force should have been a really good matchup, though. Oh, I, I think it's a lot of fun. It's, yeah, I, it's, think, I think this is a great job by the bowl committee. The So Air Force, number 20 in rushing yards per attempt. They, uh, they average 5.12 yards rushing per attempt. Washington State is number 104 in defensive rushing yards per attempt. Okay. Now, on the other side. Is that bad? Um, it sounds bad. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of not good. Uh, check this out though: Air Force, thirteen point seven nine yards per pass attempt. That's number one in the country. Defensive yards per pass attempt. Washington State, number one twenty five. Yeah, but this is one of those situations where they Air just Force don't does not throw, throw it a lot. I, I'm with you. I'm with I mean, you. I bring this up all the time. But I but I will Julian say this: Edelman has the highest quarterback rating anybody in the NFL. Because he's throwing the ball like four times for four touchdowns. Yeah, I I understand where you're coming from, Pretty but what efficient. I'm saying is Air Force uses those explosive plays to keep that rushing up, uh, attack open. Okay, it's going to be there all day for them. Okay, it all day long. It's a different game. Um, two weeks to prepare for the triple option. I've got a king. I've got a genius on one side. I'm going Mike Leach. Give me all the numbers that, you want. I'm going Leach. <laughs> They're going to win the game. I'm, I'm catching points with them. Air Force is favored by three. The total is 67.5. I'm going over the 67.5. Yeah. I think both teams are going to score. Yep. Uh, but I'm going Air Force minus three. Okay. And so we, we will go head-to-head on this one. We're going head-to-head. Uh, but that's that's fine. We're both going over? Yeah. Yeah. Both going over. Okay. Okay. Let's uh let's move it on. Uh, we we got to open up on Saturday. Oh, we're getting ready for... This is the precursor to the playoffs. Saturday, December 28th at 11 a.m. on ABC. The Camping World Bowl. This is Brian Kelly in Notre Dame against Matt Campbell in Iowa State. Fantastic coaching matchup here. Yes, this is a lot of fun. Now, Notre Dame offensive coordinator Chip Long is out for this one. So, Tommy Reese is calling the plays. That's fine. Brian Kelly's an offensive guy. I think they will be fine. I don't think their offense is going to hurt. The line is only three and a half here. The total is 54 and a half. I found both of those very surprising. Like shocked at both those numbers. If, if for some reason you were thinking about Iowa state a couple of years ago, or even last year when they were like a a defensive, like we're going to win games 21 to 20 kind of thing. Yeah. Then I can understand it. But when you go through and look, uh, yards per play, points per game, I mean... It, they gave the, up a lot. The total is 54.5 here. Notre Dame averages 37.1 points per game. Iowa State averages 34.1 points per game. Those are both in the top 26. I'll agree with that. Defensive points per game, 
Iowa State gives up 25.3. It's number 52 in the country. Doesn't surprise me. Now, Notre Dame gives up 18.7, but you have seen teams put some points up on them. Yeah, but I think those that teams really are good teams. really good teams. Though. And I, I think Iowa State is a really good team. Mm, okay. I, no, I'm not saying that they're world beaters by any stretch of the imagination. I mean, they, they went 7-5 for a reason. But Brock Purdy is going to be able to score on them. I think. Clark Lee as a defense coordinator is fantastic. He'll be he'll be the next one that I think Mike Elko will get a head coaching job eventually. Texas A&M's defense coordinator, former uh, Notre Dame defense coordinator. Clark Lee is is under his tree. He'll get a shot somewhere too, like a group of five spot. Um cuz Notre Dame's defense has been really good. Really good. So I I Here's like where you're going here. I'm going the over 54 and a half. I'm going Notre Dame minus 3 and a half. So I like Notre Dame minus three and a half. I thought this, I thought this game is going to be closer than most people think, but I kind of was expecting like a seven point line, seven and a half, eight. That's what more I more than a touchdown, three and a half. It's not going to be that close. There's a talent gap between Notre Dame and Iowa State, and it's it's pretty big. Yeah, it's sizable. And and I Brian Kelly is a hell of a football guy. I think Ian Book as a game. senior, like oh, it, I know this is it, last game. Yeah. Oh man, he'll want I, he'll want to go out and show out. I I think that and I think we're going under. I think Notre Dame's going to kind of kick their butt, and I think Notre Dame's going to play Notre Dame defense under fifty four and a half, huh? Yep. I'm 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 going to look something up real quick. I got to go back pretty far though. What did Iowa State score in the Iowa game? Seventeen. There you go. I I I think. That's kind of going to be where they're going to be at. I mean, they scored 20 on Baylor, or 21 on Baylor. Um, scored 17 against Iowa. And other than that, I mean. Yeah, they scored 17 on Iowa. I, th- I think that's where this game's going to be around. I don't think they're getting much more than that. I think Notre Dame will score <clears throat> more quickly than Iowa. I, I don't disagree with that. Um and I think that I don't think Notre Dame's defense is as good as Iowa's. Okay. I mean, I, maybe I'm crazy, but that game was also played in, you know, rain and whatever else. It was yeah, like a six and it was hour like long it was, yeah, it was a ton of delays. I, I get that. I understand that's an anomaly. And this will be in beautiful Orlando, Florida. So I, that, I think both you don't teams, know that there won't be a shitload of rain in Orlando. That's a very good point. That's a very good point. I've been there. It rains a lot. So we're both going Notre Dame minus three and a half. I'm going under. I'm going over and you're going under. Interesting. All right, so this is the the next big one before the playoff games. The Goodyear Cotton Bowl. Our Memphis Tigers. Our Memphis Tigers. New head coach Ryan Silverfield, who had the interim tag taken off his name in about five days. Like, that took no time. It's pretty impressive. Nice uh, national search they did there, <laughs> uh, which I don't have a problem with. Hey, he's got the support of the players, former players, everybody else, and he's recruiting like gangbusters, so whatever. Um, it's 11 a.m. on ESPN in Dallas, Texas. I put Dallas, California on here for whatever reason. Either way, James Franklin, Penn State, they are 10-2 and two this season, uh, only 6-6 six and six against the spread. You have to wonder if maybe motivation will be an issue here because Penn State was – this close to going to the Rose Bowl, and now they're in the Cotton Bowl against a Group of Five team. Now Memphis, like their players, are fired up for this. Yes, 
absolutely like they cannot wait. This is everything they have wanted. They're getting to play a traditional power. They're getting to play a team with a ton of tradition, and they want to stamp their name in there and and go 13-1 and one and all that, right? My issue here is that without their offensive play caller and without their defensive play caller, I think that Memphis is going to have a tough time matching up against Penn State's talent. Now, I want to pick Memphis. And do it. And I understand that, you know, Penn State's offensive coordinator, Ricky Ronnie, is also gone. He is the new Old Dominion head coach. But the line is seven. Because that offense was so good. The uh, the opening line was... I'm going to hire that guy. Penn State minus eight and a half. The current line is minus seven. The total was 61 and a half. It is sitting currently at 60 and a half. I am going Penn State minus seven. I am going under 60 and a half here. I'm going to take the Tigers. Memphis plus seven. I, Boy, I hope that. I, I really and, do. And, and, and I'm, and I'm going to go... I'm going to go over because I think Memphis is going to give up points. Yeah. Penn State is not a sustainable offense. Now, there is a massive talent gap, talked about in some of these other bowl games, between Memphis and Penn State. Massive talent gap. Yeah. But Penn State's offense is three and out, three and out, three and out. Touchdown. Yeah. Touchdown. Three and out. Three and out. They don't go on drives ever. That's true. They're not going to be long, sustainable drives. If Memphis can control the line of scrimmage, well, and tough if, to do. if they if if Penn State keeps giving them the football and giving them opportunities, right? Oh, the, Memphis is going to score a lot. Yeah, the playmakers you will, keep uh, will giving, have a chance. You keep punting to them. Hey, you keep punting to them. There's a chance Tigers' offense won't get on the field very often either. Yeah, they they just they're explosive. They have weapons. They got a puncher's chance to win this football game. Motivation's a thing. They want to be there. I guess Franklin. Kind of would probably. I mean, he's a tough coach, and he's good at getting his guys up. I don't know. I don't know. I'm it's, going it's, with the Tigers. Give me the head start. I'm with you. Okay. Like I, I, I'm, I'm Penn State minus seven, and I'm going under. You're going over, and taking Memphis. Yep. So, I, I can understand where you're coming from. All right, we got one more on bowl preview number three. This is the Saturday, December 28th evening game. This is the 7 p.m. finale. And what a matchup this is. Ohio State, Ryan Day, Clemson, Dabo Sweeney, two 13-0 teams. Uh, You look at the stats, I mean, it's just about as even across the board as you can possibly get. Line opened up initially at, at... all of the Vegas sports books at Ohio State minus one and was quickly bet the other way. It now sits at Clemson minus two. The total opened at 64. It is now at 63 and a half. Strength of schedule is an issue here. Ohio State had the number four Massey strength of schedule. Clemson had the number 57 Massey strength of schedule. That's kind of strange to me. Clemson, number one in rushing yards per attempt. Number nine in defensive rushing yards per attempt. Ohio State, number six in rushing yards per attempt. Number six in defensive rushing yards per attempt. 
Uh, offensive points per game, Ohio State number one, Clemson number four. Defensive points per game, Ohio State number two, Clemson number one. Like, these two teams are, I don't want to say mirror images because they're not, but they are both dominating. Like, it, there was a big three, and there's a massive separation between them and everybody else. Yes. You're splitting hairs between what you think about all of these teams. Yeah. Um, my question is, will Justin Fields be healthy? Healthy enough to run and whatnot? Because they, they've been holding him back for a little bit. He's had a couple weeks. He's Yeah, he will have had three weeks by this point. If he can. Clemson's defensive line is not as dominant as they have been. Now, you and I talked about this before. They kind of run like a box and one with Isaiah Simmons, and they, they don't necessarily use him as a spy, per se. But while they are number, let's see, number nine Stats lie. in defensive rushing yards Stats per attempt, lie. they have not played anybody nope. that will be able to run the football. They haven't played a top 50 offense, so how great yeah. is your defense? And that's the question. Now, I, I do... Statistically, they're better than they were last year. Yeah, they had eight NFL guys last year. Don't give me that shit. There's something to be said about Brent Venables yep. and what he can do because he no can coach circles no around all sorts of people. But... Him against Ryan Day is a great matchup. I cannot wait to watch this game. Great matchup. Cannot wait. Um, I will tell you this. There are so many people on Clemson right now Everybody's thinking, all oh, little really Dabo, da 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 da. I, I'm talking national media, etc. Okay. I'm going Ohio State plus two here. I think it, I'm not calling for chicanery, whatever. I think that Ohio State matches up really well with Clemson. I think they're going to win the football game. I have two schools of thought about this. So I'm I'm going under the sixty three and a half here. By the way, okay. I, I think they. Both teams play this very tight uh, because both teams have really good defenses. See, we disagree with both of those. Things. I disagree with that. Okay. I just do. I'm going to go over. I think both of these defensive numbers are totally fraud. Completely fraud. Not one good offense between the two of them all season long. Michigan, best offense. Either of these teams scored. They're okay. They're not great. They're not, they're not gangbusters by any stretch of the imagination. So let's put up some stats against some badass offensive teams. Okay. And let's call ourselves really good. Both these offenses, incredibly good. So I think they're going to score. I think they're going to score a lot. And I don't think either one of these guys are going to be conservative because that is not their nature. They are That's going a to very good point. Let a rip, take a chip, and it's going to happen. So the over is a, a, a stone-cold lock. When it comes to the outcome of the game, I feel two completely different ways. There is a part of me that thinks, I think Clemson is the better football team. And the only reason they're three and not two or one is because of the level of their competition. Yeah. They deserve to be here because their resume says they're here. But they seem to me to be the more complete team. I think Ohio State looked really good against a bunch of mediocre teams. Hey, we got a win against the MAC champion. Congratulations. We got a win against the AAC runner up. Congratulations. Those aren't great football teams. Um, I think these teams are really close. I watched teams in the Big Ten 
open up holes and be able to run on Ohio State. Now, if they had real speed, if they had true speed, those are house calls. But because it was against teams like Northwestern, they're seven yards and then they get tackled. Okay. Etienne. That's a good point. He's not Bowser. All right. He's just not. He's elite level. And if Clemson opens those holes up, it's house calls. They're ball game. That's how I feel if I think this game is played straight up. But the other side of me believes in voodoo and karma, (laughs) chicanery. (laughs) I think the entire world wants to see Joe Burrow against Ohio State. I think the whole world wants to see that. They also want to see Dabo get slapped the hell down because he cries like he's the victim of something. We've won 30 games in a row and nobody respects us. <laughs> How the hell does nobody respect you? What do you want? You're, you want us to feel sorry for you? Ain't nobody crying for you, Dabo. Shut up. So I believe that every call will go Ohio State's way because they want to see LSU and Ohio State. I believe that the ball will bounce every which way to go to Ohio State. And so do I think what I truly feel if this game is played straight up, or do I think what will happen if all the stars and and planets align right and the weird shit that happens in college football begins to happen? And I think I'd go with Ohio State. So you're going to take Ohio State? I'm going to tell you, if this game's played straight up, Clemson beats them, and I think they beat them bad. I I think this is 14, 17 points. I really believe that. And I absolutely think we're going way over. These t- Both these teams are scoring 35, 40 apiece. They have every week against everybody. Yeah. Michigan's just, a really mm. good defense. Michigan's a better defense than Clemson. Ooh, uh, let's not okay. Let's not go crazy. Okay, there. That's fine. That's fine. You can not go crazy there. That's okay. I um, I, I just believe, I, I believe that because okay. I ain't played nobody. I, I'm okay. Okay, I'm with you. I get where you're coming from. Uh, I just see the game completely differently than you do. I think it's going to be crazy scoring, and we're going to see that both these defenses were frauds. Were absolute frauds. Now you'll see it as they were absolute frauds. Other people will say. Look at the offense. Look at the da 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 da. That's great. I think both yeah. can be right, by the way, because I do believe in these offenses. Yeah. I think they're crazy good. I think both these quarterbacks are unbelievable. I think both of these running backs are probably the two best running backs in all of college football. Yeah, you. Yeah, probably right. I mean, J.K. Dobbins and Travis at the end is what a matchup. I so, mean, it's just ridiculous. That's the way I see it. Crazy, stupid, high scoring, and you know what? No. Um, I, I believe Clemson is that much better than Ohio State. Ohio State should have gotten beat by Wisconsin. Wisconsin folded like a cheap suit in the second half. If if Michigan doesn't crap all over themselves in the first half of that game by giving up 14 points both ways, I, th- then that game is completely different as well. Clemson at no it, point in time it, was in danger of having that. Having Clemson in the national title game against LSU, if LSU wins, that's happening. Um, <laughs> we'll get to that in bull preview number four. Um, that would almost be like the perfect setup. I disagree for, for Burrow. I think I think the world wants Burrow to play the team he left. 
I, oh, I agree. I think the perfect setup for every storyline out there is Ohio State. But it's it's not a bad consolation for the team on a 29-game winning streak. Okay. Right? Like, pretty good matchup. Well, either one of these is a really good matchup just because these three teams are all so close. That's true. That is true. I think I think television would probably want Ohio State. Um, well, yeah, Ohio State's going to draw the bigger number out of all three of them. There you go. All right, so we're going completely opposite here. I've got Ohio State plus two. I think they win the game, and I'm going under 63.5 because I believe in the defenses. You think it it will be an offensive explosion because the defenses are frauds. I do. And Clemson will win going away. I do. Okay. That's totally reasonable. I think they're the better team. I think that makes perfect sense. I do think they're the better team. And we'll get to listen to Dabo a lot after this one. God, if he loses, I'm just going to laugh. You realize there's like a two-week break between I know. this game? God, and- I, it, it, there's not enough time to, to have a, a playoff. We can't add eight teams. That's insane. Not enough time. <laughs> These kids got to go to school, guys. Because everybody's in school this week, right? Yeah. Good gracious. All right, that is going to wrap up Bowl Preview number three. Uh, we did the pinstripe through the Fiesta Bowl. Of course, check us out, winningcureseverything.com. All of our picks, our previews, our podcasts, our videos, etc. Our social media platforms, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we are on YouTube. If you uh, if you have not subscribed on YouTube, go hit that subscribe button, hit the like button for these videos, and leave some comments. Let us know what you think about each matchup. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, make sure you hit subscribe. Make sure you leave us a nice five-star review. We would appreciate that. And we want to thank our sponsors, of course, Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. You can find more information on them over at tunicatravel.com and smackapparel.com. You use promo code WIN, W-I-N, you will get 20% off of your order, regardless of how big it is. And if you order more than 40 bucks worth, they're going to ship it to you for free. Uh, Anything else we need to hit? I don't think so. Nope. All right. We will see y'all on the next one. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at Gary WCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.